And welcome to episode 42 of the Cake Watch podcast, the podcast about Brexit that never knowingly plays a long game. My name is Steve Bullock. Um, I'm an ex-negotiator for the UK and the EU, and I'm here with my colleague, Chris Kendall. Um, absolutely, we do not play a long game. It's like week to week. No, no we <laughs> never play a long game. No. So yeah, uh, Chris Kendall, I'm, um, I'm an uh, EU worker, public servant. Um, civil servant for the European Commission. I say I'm trying to vary it a bit because it got a bit stale, didn't it? So I'm trying to think of something different to say about what I do and who I am, while while remaining factually accurate. <laughs> exactly. Um, so yeah, My name's yeah, Chris Kendall. A, I'm an astronaut. Yeah, no, I'm not an astronaut. Um, I'm um, a very dull civil servant who works for the European Union in a fairly um, junior capacity um slaving away day to day at my desk um but i do this podcast on the sly uh in a strictly personal capacity because i'm really really fucked off about brexit i mean i cannot begin to stress how incredibly angry i am about brexit and this is why i do this podcast in a strictly personal capacity um despite my day job and the thing is, my day job, Steve, mm. informs me and gives this podcast a point because without it, we would just be yet another podcast about Brexit. But I don't think that there are that many other podcasts where you've just got a bog standard EU worker like me and not a tall bog standard former UK worker like you talking about Brexit. <laughs> oh, I think angry. bog standard is a, no, more than no, adequate, no. more than no, adequate description for my career, Steve. I have to say. I mean, you may not have scaled the lofty heights of civil service hierarchy, but Certainly nobody didn't. else in Upcrep had hair like you. That's true. <laughs> no, they all went to hairdressers, that's why. So, um, it's an auspicious day today because it is also Chris's birthday. So this is, your what, your third birthday ruined by Brexit? <coughs> or your second that's <coughs> uh, your third, point. isn't it? Um, 2017, 18, 19. So it's the third one since uh, um, since the referendum vote. Yeah. Um, and then there was at least a couple more where the referendum was looking on the cards. And yeah, it's, it's shitted up most of the last decade, hasn't it, really? Yeah. Although it has meant that you've got an absolute shit ton of uh, EU branded merch from your friends and family. <laughs> yeah. So it's not all bad. Do you know what? Um, my girlfriend is amazing. Um, she doesn't listen to the podcast, so I'm not just saying that. I mean, she, she is she 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 is an absolute legend. So what she did was um, she went online and she got custom-made wrapping paper with the EU flag and my face on it. <laughs> and then <laughs> she got some playing cards with um, the EU flag on the back of them. And then she got me this designer T-shirt that you can see, Steve, but... I can see it. But listeners can't, but it says it's got a big. It's a very nineteen nineties t shirt. So it was a blue t shirt with yellow. It's the acid house smiley. It's the acid house smiley face, 
uh, and it says, don't worry, fuck Brexit. And apparently it's in The Guardian as a designer T-shirt, so... I just, when I look at it, I think of uh, Sean Ryder saying it. Yeah. (laughs) I I just hear it. Or or Terry Christian. (laughs) (laughs) Let's not go there just yet. No. (laughs) Not just yet. So what are we going to do today, Chris? Um, Thankfully, nothing's happened in the world of Brexit. (laughs) Well, you know, um, I I said earlier today that um, so so far I've had... Um, the Labour Party finally coming out in favour of a people's vote. Um, Theresa mm. May mm. Um, offering. Mm. Well, yeah, all right, no, <laughs> hold it, hold it, because we get. Mm. Uh, Theresa May offering um, uh, an extension on Article mm. Fifty mm. and to mm. block offering, uh, a, 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 to block No Deal. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, and this was all before tea time. So I was thinking, oh. See, it's my birthday. Birthday presents for me. Wonderful, isn't it? Wonderful. Um, on my and birthday table, and then the dad each of these. And then, of course, presumably. then of course, you sort of sit and think, well. So, what we're going to talk about today is, um, I think we're going to talk about th- three things. One is th- th- what's happened with the Labour Party uh, and and this apparent pivot with um, the, the they're now being apparently. A, a, a shift towards what was supposed to be their policy, which is um, a people's vote um, if their deal can't um, can't win the support of Parliament. Uh, the second thing we're going to talk about is um, Theresa May's statement to Parliament today and what that means for, um, for example, the Cooper-Letwin amendment that was to have been yeah. tabled tomorrow. Um, in other words, what that means for Parliament taking back control and stopping a no-deal Brexit happening. And the third, we're going, third thing we're going to talk about, Steve, is Twexit. 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 Steve Bullock's Twexit. His personal Twexit. Delete your Twexit. account, dude. Hmm? <laughs> Delete, Delete your, your account. account. <laughs> yeah, and he did. Ish. Ish. So, we, 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 look, we're not a podcast that... Um, is is all about ourselves or navel gazing or talking about um, drama on Twitter among a sort of little remain uh, clique? But um, we do need to talk a little bit about what happened over the weekend and, and recently in the remain movement and how um, you feel about it all and why you mm. have disactivated your Twitter account, Steve, yes. without giving me all your fifty thousand followers. I'm not sure you can. I'm not sure it works like that, Chris. <laughs> if only it I give, did. Him, give him to a donkey sanctuary, maybe. <laughs> uh, yeah, so we'll talk about that uh, a bit a bit later. Um, I do do want to just say first that it's not mental health related. Um, yeah. Chris told me that people had been uh, in touch asking him about it and were worried, um, yeah. and it's nothing like that at all. So no, uh, good. I, I'm I'm fine. Um, I'm much better than I was, actually. Yeah, uh, no, well, so yeah, that's it's certainly not that. Yeah, that's a great relief because I, I, I uh, we. What happened was I was, um, I was working um, at home yesterday and um, suddenly got this long DM from you on Twitter, say with a sort of thirteen point <laughs> speech. I'm going to nail them to a church in Germany. What, exactly, <laughs> church door. <laughs> 
I was like, ooh, what's, what's all this then? And so then I went to sort of message you back, and I could, it wouldn't work. I was like, why, why, why is this not working? I was like, holy shit, he's deleted his account. <gasps> it's not so deleted, though. It's, it's, deactiv- okay. it's right, deactivated. Right. But that's what I thought. So what I did yeah. was then immediately, like, message you, uh, text you, and then I phoned you, and you, your phone wasn't being asked. I was like, shit! Intervention, intervention. You know, what am I going to do? And then... I was in the bathroom. Quit. I was taking a dump. <laughs> you I deactivated my Twitter account and then went for a poo. <laughs> then you phoned me going, oh my God, I can't get in touch with Steve. So but then yeah, you I'm very kindly phoned me back and said, no, don't worry, mate. It's all right. I'm like, yeah. okay, all right then. But we said, Let, let's talk about it. Um, so yeah. we're going to talk about it. But before we do, a um, couple of other things. One is that we had... I rash... I was... So dog tired at the end of our recording last week that I was beginning to hallucinate, and I hallucinated um, Tanya being on this week's podcast. <laughs> She's not. Okay. No. All right. Hence, no Tanya on this week's podcast. Right. Yeah. Um, and the only other bit of follow up I have is that um, I don't like to. But, hmm? Ladies. Oh, Didn't I well, say uh, something about ladies. Uh, yeah, I got in trouble for um, I saw that, yeah. for, for saying that. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I, I, I talked about um, the Tory ladies um, in a way that, uh, yeah. <laughs> it's okay. not ladies, is it? It's, it's women, MPs. Well, it's people. Female MPs. Yeah. There, there, there were three Conservative MPs who exactly. left the party and joined the independent group. Yes. Yeah. Um, but that's not the other thing I was going to talk about. The other thing I was going to talk about was uh, our continued obsession about the fact that we were on Romaniacs and how important we now feel about ourselves. What Your happened is... continued obsession. No, well, what happened was that um, Andrew, um, Mr. Mr. Romaniacs himself, told um, sent us a link to the iTunes charts, uh, which actually, uh, quite honestly, until that point, I hadn't actually bothered looking at, cause, but mostly because I thought, well, I don't want to make myself depressed about how far down the charts we are. But um, <laughs> You haven't stopped looking at them since then. Now I'm like obsessed. I'm like, <laughs> F5, F5, refresh, refresh. Where am I now? Oh, we've gone. So now I just wanted to give you an update. So last week, having peaked at number five in the charts... Steve, do you know where we are now in the in the iTunes charts for news and politics podcasts? Considerably lower, I would imagine. <laughs> we are now so, uh, soar away number eighty-eight. <laughs> two fat ladies, two fat blokes. Yeah, I think we were. It's, it's like currencies. We were we were overpriced. You know, we're settling back down to our natural level now. Yeah, we're finding our level. A bit like the pound. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Um, Enough top bands. Let's move on. Um, <laughs> uh, sorry, did I, did, did I just say you top bands? Say top bands. You're not Jim Felton. I'm Felton. really sorry. I'm so sorry. It's not. It's not. Our, and you're fifty. You're fifty. Oh, don't, mate. Oh, <laughs> you can't. Say I'm, top here. Bands I am drinking this really rather excellent single malt whiskey given to me by my brother-in-law um, from a small. Batch brewed, brewed? Do they no? You distill no, it, don't distill. you? Where yeah. in Scotland's it from? <laughs> it's from Warwickshire, <laughs> Aitman Street Farm, Warwickshire. That, that's yeah, Warwickshire in Scotland. The Cotswolds are in Scotland, aren't they? I think it's fair to say. 
a bit between the Cheviots and the Grampians, aren't they? I think it's fair to say that's a lowland whiskey. <laughs> it's very lowland. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, the can get, you know, Warwickshire's quite sort of, you know. Have you ever been to Scotland, Chris? It's not, it's not, the Highlands aren't rolling, aren't nicely, gentle, gentle rolling countryside with occasional pork pie producers. Well, I've been to Scotland, and this, the brother-in-law of which I speak is half Scot, half Scots himself, so, um, but yeah, no, right, this is from, I hope he doesn't intend to move back there after giving us some fucking English whiskey, Jesus. He's being reported after this. Yeah, I'm going to, re- I'm going to report him to Nick, I'm going to report him to Nicola for that. Well, do you, th- do you think Alan might be listening to this? Oh God, I hope not. He'll be upset about that. Um, for avoidance of doubt, I'm joining. I'm joining Chris in a dram, but I'm drinking Glenmarnock, which is a, a single malt Scotch whiskey from Scotland, where whiskey fucking comes from. So. <laughs> well, this is very agreeable, and um... it's not a shite. I'm not even in the same room as Chris, but I know it's shite. It's Global Britain whiskey. Is what it is. <laughs> it's, it's got a little. It's got a little badge on it. I can barely read because I'm old and my eyes. Got a badger got... on it. How, what could be more English <laughs> no, than whiskey with a badger. badger on it? It's got big. Look, I'm going to show you in the camera. Look, 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 look. Oh, uh, well, there you go. Well, that's just the UK duty ticket, though. Is it? Is that what it is? Yeah. It says for the UK market. Yeah, well, HM it's, it's revenue excise. and customs. Yeah, it's an excise. Liable yeah. to UK excise duty. Oh, God, yeah, I can't really believe I can even read that. Where's the, where's the CE sticker? I don't think you put CE stickers on whiskey. <laughs> do you? I don't think so. But isn't it a... Oh, yes, you do, look. Oh, no, maybe that's not a CE sticker. I thought it was... Um, isn't it an Appellation Contrôlée? Isn't it a GI? Not, War- not in fucking Warwickshire for whiskey, it isn't. <laughs> <laughs> in fact, it's probably a breach of a GI, isn't it? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, look, it says whiskey it without how long's it aged? How long's it aged for? Um, 2014. Oh, that's not very old, is it? Um, it's only established 2014. They only started making them in 2014, Steve. I mean, I, I have to check, but I'm not sure that actually... Yeah, I don't think that would actually whiskey. qualify as a Scotch whiskey. I think it has to be aged for longer than that. Oh, God. So, I'm, really, I'm really showing myself up, aren't I? Anyway, it's very good. I'm enjoying it. There's actually a very nice Belgian whiskey as well. <laughs> no, wait, hang on. That's definitely Lowland. No, whiskey. hang on. Yeah, I was gonna hang on a minute. Yeah, no, it is very nice. Beer, Belgian beer whiskey. Ma- no, yeah, beer makers have started realizing that they sort of have all the wherewithal to distill as well, and have started doing it. Yeah, but Belgian nice. whiskey. Belgian well, whiskey. Warwickshire whiskey. Yeah, That's well, got no greater claim to true. it than I, I, I had some Norfolk whiskey once. That was pretty. Good. That's Lowland. That is Lowland. <laughs> That's below sea level. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. Uh, Having said that, on. we're not going to talk about ourselves. We spent the first 15 yeah, minutes of the podcast. Yeah, it's ridiculous. It is your birthday, though, so you can do what you want. That's true. That is, that is true. Yeah. Let's what do you want to do about, now? Um, Jeremy Corbyn. Do you want to go and <laughs> Right, Corbyn. Brexit right. and all that. Well, What's happening so... No, the... Um, Betty Bragg was right. Um, all the Corbynists were right. Mm. Everybody was right. Mm. He mm. he uh, he was playing the long game. Mm. And look at those mugs who left and went and joined the TIG. They're mugs because now look, he was right all along. And there was no causal factor <laughs> between them leaving for the TIG and others threatening to and this change. 
pure coincidence. Just like just like all the companies leaving around bre- around Brexit, it's just bad luck. It's diesel. It's just Steve. Yeah, it's, it's diesel. diesel. It's diesel. Seriously though, I mean, it is a big it is a big move. We'll talk about how big a move it is. I think is would be a good thing. Yeah. Um, but it is a big move, and um, whether you think it's for real reasons or strategic reasons or uh, whatever, it is a move. And uh, it is as a result of pressure put on internally by people who decided to stay and fight it, fight for it, um, and a pressure from outside as well. Yeah. Um, and it, 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 it. I think it, sh- it definitely shows that. Uh, you know the the <laughs> that you need that you need both. Yeah. Um, and I yeah. think yeah and. Yeah. So the, the, or, the, the question is, I mean, the question is really whether, and there's a few, there's a few questions, question marks about it. Although Emily Thornberry absolutely quashed the, I, I'm not sure everyone in the Labour Party is united in this policy because um, after El, Emily Thornberry had basically announced the policy and been on like ten shows saying mm-hmm. the same thing, um. A Labour spokesperson told journalists that it would <laughs> it wouldn't have remain on the ballot. Yeah, it got slapped down yeah. quite rightly. Yeah. Um, so, you, so you sense that some in the organisation aren't aren't behind this. Um, but then we we knew that already. Um, yeah. The question is really whether that some includes that some people includes uh, includes the, the leader. Yeah. And if he'll be looking to do everything he can to follow this policy while not actually managing to get a yeah, vote, which he doesn't want. I mean, which we know he doesn't want. So no, um, that's that's right. That that's the the, the criminology of of it all is is yeah. actually really interesting. It'd be, be be it'd be great to know exactly what has been going on in uh, Labour Towers. Um, are they still in Millbank? Uh, I don't think they are. No, no, I don't think they are. No. Anyway, or Walworth Road, wasn't it? Or oh, I can't remember. Even, that's showing my age. Anyway, wherever Labour Towers is, it would be very fascinating to be a fly on the wall and hear exactly what's been going on and why yeah. why this has all happened and whether um, you know, it's it's a, just how Seamus Milner feels about it all. Yeah. <laughs> um, but um, in any case, but I think, it I think does it, seem I think to be a very significant shift and it, it I, I, I think, it, you know, you cannot deny that you have to you have to give credit to those brave people who decided to um, just walk and form the TIG, I really do. Well, no, well, I think I think I think there's a thing here in that um, it sort of vindicates everybody. It vindicates people who said, "I can't stand this anymore, and I'm walking." Mm. Members and MPs, and it vindicates those who said, "No, I'm going to stay." Yeah, I'm going to stay and change it. Yeah, yeah, um, and. Yeah, but I, I really think it vindicates both sides, and I think I don't think either choice was a uh, was a was a wrong choice. No, um, so. no. But I think you needed in, you needed both in order for this to happen. So it, it needed yeah, people yeah. to walk, and it needed other people to say, you know what, we'd really like to walk, but we're going to stay. But yeah. if you don't fucking pull your shit together, we're going to walk too. And I agree about the t- t- the, the, the the TIG. On the other hand, they've managed to say that. And just ruin it all by saying that they'd vote for the gov- they'd vote for the government Look, in a vote you know of what? no confidence. Which I, I know, was, I know that even if that was true, even if that was even if that was true, it was absolutely bonkers to yeah, sure. to, to say it. You know, sure. I, 
you know what? I, I know that's going to really upset and depress a lot of people, but I don't worry. I don't worry about it. You know, they, it, Heidi Allen is a Tory. She is a Tory. I mean, she was, you know, I mean, of course she's going to, you know, we're not going to agree with everything that every single individual of this new grouping that isn't even a party say. That's not the point. I don't know. I think supporting this government is something else. So it would be the the only Uh, party apart from the DUP supporting the government. uh, Don't stress it. Wait, you know, let's wait and see what happens on the key stuff. I mean, I don't. It's more, no, no, it's more the, you're right, you're right, you're right, of course. It's more the strategic stupidity of saying it yeah but they are going to be i mean they're not you could have even said i would i would but i don't but we don't have a policy on it collectively well i mean they're, they're not if a party would, so that, so you know they but you said they would i think that they they are a disruptive force and we can't yes. we, i think it would be naive and, and and futile to expect them to be anything other than a purely disruptive force at the moment. Yeah. I mean, you know, although, uh, wait Blair, until... Although, although Blair's come out for them as well, which... Oh, well, there you go. Again, which, which again, is, is as we've said yeah. about Blair and Remain, is just sort of utterly harmful to their prospects. Yeah, yeah, there you, you go. Know? So, you know, this is, they are not yet a party, and they are not yet a party of which I am a member, and I am not yet about to vote for them. But I am signed up to their email list, and I am <laughs> happy that they exist, and let's see what happens. You know, yeah. I'm... I'm glad they're there and they've already done part of what they're there to do. So, mm. you know, I'm not going to, I'm not going to get stressed about the fact that Heidi Allen um, says that she would vote for Theresa May in a confidence vote. She didn't vote. say she would, she said they would. That, that, and that, and that, well, that's the mistake. She doesn't speak mistake. for them, does she? I mean, who knows what, you know, and Is also, just, you know, I don't, I don't really get stressed stupid. about the fact that they go and do stupid, you know, populist photo ops in Nando's, you know, I don't care. You know, did they do a photo op in Nando's? Oh, you can't, you can't tell me. Do not tell me that you missed the photo op in Nando's. Yeah, I, to be honest, I haven't really been paying attention for the last Clearly, because that's been the big, easily the biggest news of the day, even more than your Twexit, has been the fact that they all went to Nando's together and Chucker took a selfie with them all in Nando's. And it's... Is that news? Oh, my God. You should see the column inches. <laughs> The the, the, the the criminology looking oh. at each person's order... And whatever you say about Heidi Allen, you have to respect Hernando's order. <laughs> she went for the most sort of full-on hardcore plate of chicken. Like everybody else was like faffing about with pitters and little brochettes and pitters. Yeah, and, stuff, and she it? was like, she just had the biggest fuck-off plate of chicken that you've ever seen in your life. And you got to you got to respect that. <laughs> I've never been to Nando's, you know. Have you not? No, I left, I left <gasps> the UK before Nando's. We'll, we'll, we'll come back to this point, actually. This is an important point wow. we'll come back to. But, yeah. Oh. I wasn't well, aware this is, I missed, We missed out, didn't we? Last, that's what we should have done last week when, I, when, when we did our road trip back. If, if this had happened before our road trip back... <laughs> We could have gone. We would have stopped because they've got one at Cobham Services now, Steve. So I would have stopped at Cobham Services and made you eat a Nando's just so that you had the experience. Okay. Anyway. Well, I'm glad that didn't happen, I think. <laughs> I don't know. I don't time. know whether I am or not, but I suspect I'm glad it didn't happen. No, no, no. No, it's, it's good. But that's right. really good, because so, I thought, I thought cause I've, I've taken the last couple of days um, and basically been uh, recording and writing uh, sort of weird ambient music um, and ignoring the rest of the world. And I thought I might have missed something important, but thankfully... The main thing I appear to have missed is some people going to a chain restaurant. Yeah. Yeah. 
Well, look, so, so, so on the Labour move, what does it yeah. mean exactly? What does it actually mean? So what, what's going to happen? So what, what it doesn't mean is that they are now tomorrow going to bring forward a motion, uh, an amendment that would um, mm. trigger a, a referendum with Remain on the ballot. Um, but um, they may tomorrow come with an amendment that uh, tries yet again to uh, deliver their strategy of a customs union. With the, say, with the UK say in the... With the UK say in the trade deals EU that the trade EU does, deal. which um, will be rejected by the House of Commons, obviously. Well, hopefully, because it's safe going through the hassle of having it rejected by the <laughs> yeah. EU. because so. if it doesn't, then it goes <laughs> yeah. to Brussels and gets shot down. But um, the the logic is that ultimately you'll they will find themselves in a position where they've run out of road and they have to back a, a people's vote. The question um, for me, and I've said this before, is that I could see Corbyn backing a people's vote, but doing it at a stage where it's basically too late to do, yeah. too late to too late to make it happen. Um, and I I'm worried that this would uh, that that this just leaves the door open for that to happen, you know? Uh, do you... Do you th- um, what do you think? So I think... Uh, so I, I think that... Um, it, it it now depends on how all the other parts of the formula um, feed into the final result. So so you, you've... You've now got... Labour pivoting towards a referendum, but potentially too late for it to make a difference if we leave on the 29th of March. But at the same time, yeah. you've got now a universal acceptance, and literally universal, because it seems that even Theresa May finally accepts that we're not going to leave on the 29th of March. Um, it's not going to work for all sorts of reasons. I, had, I read, I read that the, there'd been a sort of clarification made by Labour that... Um, that if that it wouldn't be that they would want to reasons that they would want May's deal to be passed with the condition that it has to be put to a vote, it's that if it was passed, they would demand that it was put to a vote, and that's really that's quite a different thing. That's not quite the same thing. And I think that might that might be important later. So there was a lot. There was there was a lot of so the, the line of questioning that. Um, a lot of journalists seem to go for was, well, if you're saying that there should be a vote between Theresa May's deal and Remain, and they have then said you're effectively should be ratified versus Remain. Yeah, That's then you're effectively you. then you're right. effectively backing Theresa May's deal, aren't you? Oh, so they're trying to roll back from that and say, no, no, no. Yeah, if yeah, the deal happens yeah, to get passed, yeah, okay, right? Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. No, no, I see that, but I think the only way to actually, yeah, I mean, I still think that the only way to really do it is to pass the deal with it conditional with it with it being conditional so i think we're going to see yeah i think i just think that i think that distinction is going to be important later down later down the line um not necessarily not not necessarily in a in a bad way in a bad way either Mm. i just think that's going to that's going to come back as an important question Mm. is my prediction here yeah um because the two are quite different so that means that they would they they wouldn't support support the what used to be called the doctor's amendment yeah. that was going to be put in the original meaningful vote but was pulled, um, that, 
Yeah, that passes the deal on condition. Yeah. Now, what's it called that now? They go for ratify, ratify referendum. What's it called? Um, I can't remember what it's called now. Bales or something. It's basically the same as the Doctor's Amendment, though. Yeah. I mean, um, yeah. So, uh, so, yeah, no, I mean, I think that'll be, that'll be important later. Um, so, what, so on May, should we explain what May is? Yeah, so then, so then this, this, was, this was all very exciting yesterday evening and this morning. And everybody's like, well, what, what on earth is May going to say in a statement now? Because um, where, where, where has she got left to go? And where, where has she got left to go? Well, exactly where she's been before. So, yeah. so she, has, she, she, she may be the worst prime minister in living memory, uh, in not, not just living memory, in, in the entire history ever, of the United yeah. Kingdom ever. But my God, she is good at fucking... <laughs> Pissing everyone's chip, doesn't she? Minister, yeah. She's just incredible. So she's done exactly We've the same thing again. It's about yeah. surviving it's, till tomorrow. It's, it's, she's, it's, she's, she's brilliant done it. at it. Again. Yeah, it's incredible. So what she's done is she's like looked at what's coming down the tracks and it's the um, Cooper-Letwin Amendment. Yeah. And she's thought, well, how? what am I going to do to defuse this? Right, I'm going to have to give ground on giving them a vote on no deal. Yeah. Uh, and so she's come up with a formula and the formula is as follows. I will bring back the um, deal, my deal, for a vote mm. on the 12th of March. And everyone's like, what? 12th of March? That's ridiculous. It's far too late. But we knew it was going to be then. You know, so, yeah, okay. There was some rumour that it might be tomorrow, but it's not going, it's going to be then. Okay. 12th of March, which let's just pause for a second and contemplate how outrageous Shit. that is. Shit. How yeah. outrageous that is. How Somebody find that- unbelievable. Somebody pointed out last was earlier this week or over the weekend that there are ships that have left for Japan yes. with British goods exports on them, what it, and they don't know whether what yeah. whether they'll be paying ta- import tariffs. That, that's exactly right. It's like the um, it's like New Year's Eve where it's already the next year in New Zealand, and yeah. and, and the line keeps shifting. It's <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly the line yeah, it's where like people are already exporting goods to a post Brexit UK has already left Gone, yeah, China. And it's now sort of gradually moving towards us across the various parts of the globe. So, you know, um, so let, let's just, you know, it's that's like already cha- bonkers. It's like changing the, si- changing the side of the road you... <laughs> it, changing the side of the road that you drive on and doing it at midday. You yeah. Know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's just incredible. It's just Dude. incredible. And only announcing it that morning, yeah. So if, if as expected, she loses that vote, she you bring back the same but, thing, but with yeah. uh, Jeffrey Cox yeah. saying something different about it. Yeah. It's basically yeah. what she's aiming So, we're, yeah. And we're all building towards where we have then an interesting discussion about, well, what might she come back with and what might the EU do? Because that's what, what I think we can bring to this party. So we'll, we'll do that in a bit. But anyway, so if she loses that vote on the 12th, then she'll come back the next day uh, with a vote on whether or not the parliament would uh, be happy to leave without a deal. Do you, the House of Commons, uh, wish to uh, leave the EU uh, without a deal? Right? So everybody assumes that she's going to lose that vote. No, no, we don't want to do that because that would be mental. So we're not going to do that. Um, This this will be a great once and for all moment to find out who who really are the total fucking bastards as well, isn't it? Yeah, Yeah. it'll be about sort of 12 lunatics. Jacob Rees Mogg and Kate There'll be more than 12. There'll be more than 12. Yeah, sadly, there will be. But anyway, there'll be these lunatics who will do this, but, but, but they will not win. Okay. So then, um, then you get on the 14th, 
like the 12 days of Christmas, isn't it? Every day brings a new <laughs> and more exciting gift. So on the 14th... It's like an advent calendar with just a very tiny turd yes. behind each door. A little mouse turd in each window. <laughs> so... <laughs> These are not tiny turds. These are quite massive. <laughs> Piles of poo. Um, yeah. Jurassic Park. Jeff Goldblum <laughs> digging in. So um, so then on the 14th, you get then uh, the next stage in this. Oh. <laughs> carnival of shit, uh, which, is the, um, which is the vote on whether or not uh, where are we now? I've, I've lost my place. Whether or not uh, we have an extension. Whether That's or not we have an extension. Yeah. So, but, but for then, an extension. But she's Ask very for quick. An yeah. So should we then, you know, so she'll bring forward, uh, it's not clear to me exactly how it works, but it's basically, do you, do you, Parliament, mandate me to go back to Brussels and ask for a short extension? And, 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 and they've yeah. already been very clear that what they're saying, very clear, sorry, I've just uttered those two Ooh. words that everybody Ooh. hates. They've been very clear. The two, the, the the extension that would be sought would be very short, and she then went on to bang on at length about how she didn't want the UK to be uh, involved in the uh, European Parliament elections because that would be a yeah. betrayal of democracy. You know, because being involved so in election. parliamentary elections would be having a elections. Is, having yeah. elections is all within democratic yeah, in my yeah, experience. Yeah. Yeah. So she, so so the implication is that um, the any extension would be basically two months, and that's it. So it wouldn't. So it's just a new cliff edge, and that's the key bit. Because then, what difference does it make? In in what sense did Parliament vote against No Deal? Yeah, and if, if, voting if, for if two Parliament the late, next day no says two months later. whatever the Parliament votes for the next day, whether it's for um, yeah. a, a, a request to, for for a short term extension or against a request for No Deal, doesn't matter. They've basically just. Voted but for no get, deal. But is anybody buying this? I mean, the, ge- the game's really clear. Yes, because or if a fucking Letwin bought it. Because, oh, have they pulled the amendment? Yes. You're joking. Yes. Well, Letwin has, and therefore Shit. there's no point in Cooper going ahead. Letwin said, oh, brilliant, the Parliament, the, the Prime Minister's given us oh, exactly what no. we need, so therefore we're pulling it. Christ, yeah. I didn't know they pulled the yeah. amendment. That's the point. But that's insane, but, because this isn't even yes. a law either. The, exactly. The, the, the Cooper, it's a, the Cooper Letwin thing is a bill. It's not a, it would put it into law. That's the, the point. I, so that's exactly the point. So what she's done is... And people have bought this. And, and the problem here is not that May is being such an awful pa- fucking disaster in, in, in doing this, but that Parliament are letting her. This is be- really, because... Yes. What, because to do the European Parliament elections to have them you have to do stuff they don't yeah. they don't just happen you have yeah. to do things uh, you have to put actually you might have to put prime legislation back in place because the the act uh the the previous act on european parliament elections has been repealed by the uh <laughs> i'm pouring myself sorry. more whiskey because well, I, yeah, I need it that, you're going to need it um, so there's going to be legislation and secondary legislation needed to 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 to, to hold the European Parliament elections. Yeah. But all she has to do is not do that, yeah. and then and then that's a hard deadline. Then you can't then you can't proceed. You can't stay a member and not. Yeah. Um, so ironically, I mean, uh, I mean she's quite right about that. So sorry, we we um, our Skype went a bit weird. Sorry. Um, yeah, uh, ironically. Oh, um, I can't believe anybody's fallen for this. I know. At various points today, over the course of the day, you know, we've gone from thinking, well, that's it, Brexit's dead, to, well, that's it, it's no deal. 
Yeah, I mean, so, <laughs> so we're exactly where we've later. been for the entire look, last sort of six months, year, two years, three. I mean, it's except it spoils the summer instead of the spring. Yeah. So yeah. now you know. So now well, the weather looks... won't be as bad. The, the weather won't be as bad. Yeah. People don't eat, people don't yeah, eat so... as much in the summer, I suppose. So, so listeners, go ahead and book your Easter holidays without worrying because you'll still be in yeah, the so EU. The portaloos on the twenty are going to be much your... smellier, though. Yeah. Panic about your um. Oh well, that's not even. Yeah, I'm depressed enough without us worrying about the climate. Um, yeah. Geez, oh, uh, yeah. I can't believe they've pulled the amendment. Well, yeah. somebody needs to put down another amendment pronto. Pronto, yeah, no? Well, well I mean, I... What's the what's well, Cooper, 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 Cooper may, may, may put it down, but I haven't seen what she said, but all I know is that Letwin's saying, well, there's no need for this now. So he's, he's, back, he's pulled out. So, yeah, so, so we can imagine then being in... Say it's till the end of May, then. Yeah, that's just say it's the, yeah. the, the last day, of, the end of May. Um, so yeah, we'll be in the situation in the first week of May, mm. where or the second week of May, where the legislation hasn't been put in place to have elections. Mm. It's too late to put it in place to have elections, and the UK would have to go back and ask for an extension. And they would say, oh, "Are you going to have a European elections?" And they say, "No, it's too late to." Yeah, to do and, it. and if 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 the UK hasn't. If the UK doesn't take part in those European elections, um, then uh, the EU basically has to insist that they leave because what can you do? I mean, you, the, I mean you can't we're, we're have not. the UK as a member state without them pr- providing elected MEPs well, because otherwise... Sorry. Well, if you're the EU, that's what you do. You say either you can have a long extension and hold the EP and commit to holding the EP elections... Or you can have a short, or you can have a short extension, right. which finishes on the day legally that you would have had to have, by which you would have had to have the the EP elections. Right now, and, now, and that's it. And you and you're not getting another one after that. So right. we need a longer. We need we need yeah. a longer extension. Okay. So there you go. So this is now where we get to. So now, what what's important for us to do, you and me, Steve, I think, is to talk a little bit about how this is going to land in Brussels and what how yeah. Brussels will react. Because I think this is all about. Well, see, fucking directly through it. First. Yeah. So far, we've we've been talking about what 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 bollocks bullshit games the Westminster's been up to again today. I mean, it's just been ridiculous. Now we have to talk about what the grown-ups are doing. And the grown-ups are going to see all this. They are seeing all this. Of course, yeah. And um, if then on the 13th of March, Theresa May's amendment, the government's amendment, no, the 14th of March, Theresa May's um, amendment is passed, saying we, 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 we now give you a mandate to go back and ask for a short extension. How is she going to vote for that as well? How are the government going to vote yeah, on presumably, that? Presumably, yeah. Yeah, yeah okay. presumably. But, I, well, I mean, good question. Yeah, but yeah. Um, in a way that's almost irrelevant these days. But, mm, anyway, yeah, quite, yeah. yeah. Um, What will now happen is that um, you then on the 15th of March have um, a procession of, of VIPs from the, from the UK going to Brussels saying, well, OK, please can we have an extension? What's Brussels going to say? Well, Brussels, as well, we've just discussed... It's not, de- it's not going to decide until the summit, presumably that late. That's when he... Yeah. Uh, that's only seven days before. Yeah. So then Brussels works on a council. So yeah. So the council will decide. So the council will have, and 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 what happens at that council will be definitive because it is the last oh. possible moment for a decision to be taken prior to Brexit, prior the, to the, the Article Fifty date maturing. And and the commission. The, I saw an article by uh, Dan Boffey in the Guardian. Yeah. Who, 
uh, usually has very, very good sources, I have to say. Yeah. Um, saying that uh, commission people he talked to had said that is the last yeah. moment. There's not going to be an email round yeah. to agree something else after it, the week after. Yeah. Uh, that that's the last opportunity to request and agree an extension. Yeah. So what I do, I, I recommend that listeners um, go to the Guardian website and go to the search box and, and search for Buffy, Dan Buffy, and read the, the last sort of three or four or five articles that he's filed from, mm. from Brussels on Brexit because they, they're actually very important, very useful. And very good, So yeah. there's one over the weekend um, that... Uh, I really do think people should read, and I missed it when it first came out. But it, it's it's Brexit could be delayed until twenty twenty one. EU sources reveal, and what what was very revealing about this was whoever the source was. I don't know who the source was, um, but There's whoever a rumor the source that it was coming from France, actually. Well, um, Selma's mentioned. That's true, um, obviously, Selma well, isn't the source, but Selma's mentioned. Um, and the what's being said here is that, you know what, if we're going to give an extension, it's going to be for the entire transition period. It's going to be for two years. Yeah. You, you, take take the, the you take the transition period out. And yeah. then we take the get rid of the transition, out. and we, yeah. that way we deal with the Northern Ireland issue too, and we just deal with it, and it's just done. But you can't, but you can't negotiate the trade deal. During that, because the UK will still be a member. It's not. It's it, it, well. This is this is where it gets interesting and, it's not and, legal. and well. Mm. What, what, what you can do? I mean, you, the, you've already had a political what declaration. The, well, what you can do is you can expand the upon. Well, you can expand upon the political de- declaration in a way that you get to a point where. What will be the legal base? What will be the legal base for council giving a negotiating mandate? The legal base would be. Oh God, I've shit. I've forgotten what the trade, what the trade legal base. Well, it's what uh, I, I think it was one one three, and now it's one three three, and now it's something. Isn't it? Two, still, two, one, is it still one three three? I can't it's remember. It's in fifty. I can't, I can't remember. God, call our self commentators. Anyway, but that's for third. That's for third countries, and the UK wouldn't be a third country, and that's why the negotiations could never. St- the negotiation, the negotiating. It's not the negotiations couldn't start. It's that they couldn't get a negotiating mandate from council before. Well, but what you can get is you can get a political consensus. I suppose um, you can have a series of political declarations. Yeah, you can have a political consensus oh, yeah. in the council, uh, which which would effectively give you cover. So um, realistically, that can happen. But but so what? The interesting I can, I can, idea. I can, I can almost hear J.C. Perez falling off his chair at the thought of that from here. I have to say. Well, no, I honestly, I don't actually see that as. I know. I, I think that there is always a way. There's a way. Uh, we know this. Um, what. No, but it, 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 what the point here is not whether or not there's a way. It's the point here is what's in the EU's interest to do yeah, yeah. because the yeah, EU is it, it's going to be the EU is going to do what it wants to do. It's not going to do also, it because it's going to you know because it wants to do a solid to the UK over this. What it's you could do, do as well is you, you could you could add the optional uh, extension to the transition period yeah. onto the end as well, which yeah. is in, which is actually it would be hard to go back on that in that situation. So you could still give it an extra year or two at the end to actually do the text. So yeah, yeah, okay, I see the point. But no, look, I think I re- it's a, it's yeah, a really important article and I think it needs to be read. I mean, it's a very important article. Read, yeah, because the read, article, yeah. what, well, I'm also talking to the listeners because what the article <laughs> says is we're the grown-ups and we're going to take over. Yeah. So, you know, Theresa May can go back and say, right, you know, could we have maybe t- two extra months? And... There will be a party, and this is obviously a pitch by a certain party. Um, there will be a party saying, "No, but you can have two years. Take it or leave yeah. it." Yeah, yeah. 
I think that's, and I honestly think that or that's, or even a year actually. Well, either way, I think that's to me that makes sense. Yeah. Because what the fuck is the point of giving them two yeah. months? No, what there's no. The, what's the point? There's no point in giving the UK two months. It just there's no point. I think what the EU says is you've so you've shown absolutely no indication whatsoever that you're about to um, get a deal through Parliament. Nothing show. Nothing gives us any signal that you, you that you could do mm. that before the end of May or the end of June. Therefore, you go back, prepare for the European elections, give us MEPs, have two years. Work During out those two years, we'll, we'll, we'll solve your yeah. Northern Ireland backstop problem and we'll solve your future status and we'll give you all those things that initially we said we wouldn't, but we will. And at the end of those two years, you leave the EU with a new arrangement, a new relationship in place, and boom, we're all done. And... You know, that's what they'll do. And that is basically the grown-up saying, stop fucking around. This is what's going to happen. I'm not sure about saying no to the two months, though. I think there's a. I think that if May digs in on that, it's quite likely that they would say, okay, two right. months. So, so and no then, deal and, and then say, prepare, Yeah, and then they'll say, okay, we'll prepare for, we'll prepare for no deal in two months. We'll yeah. just assume there's no deal. Yeah. Or you can don't have come, this, but, but don't, don't come back, that's it. Don't come yeah. back to Brussels. Don't yeah. ask for anything yeah. else. Yeah. Um, we are working on the basis that there'll yeah. be no deal, but we've got the bonus of an extra two months to, yeah. to deal with it. Yeah. Yeah. So in, incidentally, those two months, um, speaking again with my personal hat on, um, I <laughs> happened to hear a few conversations today um, to, to the effect that those two months would be quite useful for some complicated um, working through legislative processes to ensure that those what 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 certain people are calling side deals but basically contingency measures yeah, yeah. still get done in time because yeah yeah of course yeah, yeah of course yeah yeah so um, well yeah i know the two months would be useful to prepare for no deal but yeah. they wouldn't give a two month extension thinking that that means that means there's any chance of there being a of there being yeah. a ratification by the uk i mean yeah. there's, there's, there's if, no if they give two deal if they give two months it'll be on the understanding that it'll be no deal in two months time yeah, yeah, yeah. So it'll be basically you can get two two months, or you can get two years, and you know, or a year. So either it's either it's a deal. I think I think um, two I think two years might be slightly outlandish, but we'll 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 see. Um, but yeah, yeah, I mean, a, a long a long extension, yeah. a, a very long extension, or two months. Yeah, yeah I think that's I think yeah. that's right. So what does that mean for us? I mean, if it goes to long extension, that's more time to revoke, huh? and that right. Well, can't then be taken then we get back to the member, whole Corbyn so. thing. Yeah, then we get back to the Labour position. Yeah. Which is then, in, if, if you're talking about, if you're talking about two years, oh, then yeah. the march on the on the on the on the twenty, was it twenty third, twenty third, isn't it? Then yeah. that has a point, and and the Labour position on um, moving towards a second referendum has a point, and but then if the we're actually two looking. By then it doesn't. That's a... well, two, the two months thing. I think forget that. that two months is half Brexit. Two months means it. means um, no deal Brexit, cliff edge. Yeah. But 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 a long extension actually does significantly raise the prospect of um, cancelling. No, no, absolutely. Time. But but it seems that may have pinned people into a corner in that they they're only going to vote on whether or not to have a yeah. short extension. 
I mean, and, I, don't, and, I don't know how I'd, how are you going to vote on that? Because you can't vote against yeah. it because that's a vote that's effectively a vote yeah. for no deal. Well, again. that's what she's trying to do. You can't vote for it because that means no yeah. deal in a couple of months. And that's, I think, what we that's the conclusion we need to reach. I think the, the, the conclusion we need to reach is that what Theresa May is doing is trying to yeah. uh, maneuver everybody into a corner where they have no choice but to vote for her deal or no deal. That's well, what I mean, she I wants think the, to do. Well, I think the work the work has to be done. Um, before that, before that vote, and before that summit, I mean, I think the the, the as you say, the march will be very important if if there's a long extension. Mm. Um, but the actual work is getting us a, is getting us a long extension. Yeah. That's the that's the that's yeah, the and, and she's so not the, the work buy has, has to be before that. Yeah, she's not going to want that. And MPs have to find a way. No, she's not. MPs are going to have to find a way to do it. Yeah, because and 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 every indication so far is that they won't because she seems to be incredibly skillful at. And they've got absolutely no balls whatsoever. So basically, well, if we are, we seem to be entirely reliant upon her, and 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 we know by now that that yes. is so the, the worst so news possible. In summary, the chances of no deal on the chances of us, in fact, leaving the EU on the 29th of March have gone down considerably, um, but the chances of us leaving eventually with no deal have gone up considerably. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, grim. So yeah, they, they, grim. my birthday present turned out to be a turd in a box. Yeah, yeah. So, Not I mean, like this whiskey. This well, whiskey. Well, super. now, well, now the important now the importance of moving of the Labour position moving quickly through those stages yes. comes out. Yeah, because it has to be before you can't wait for that vote because once yeah. once that vote happens with a short extension or oblivion, uh, yeah. everyone's going to vote for the short extension and it's over. Well, also, what's also important is that um, you continue to get defections to the TIG and that they begin then to become a party that, um, a, a group that exerts influence. Votes, yeah, absolutely. But all of these things are happening too late. I mean, you could argue that they were always going to happen too late or right at the end. Well, and they are late, happening. Things yeah. are moving very, ha- things are moving fast now. But she's just so fucking good mm. at. <laughs> Pissing on everybody's chips, isn't she? It's yeah, incredible. No, she is, yeah. no, absolutely. No, but she she really is as well. Um, I mean, well I'm, I'm, very, you know, I'm it, very annoyed that Letwin fell for this. I'm really, really annoyed by that. I oh, didn't know that. It's and sickening. No, it's. I'm, no, I could see your face on on. We're skyping each other, and I could, you know, you you your your. I'm seriously fucked off. Ometer went from sort of seven to <laughs> I three. With with zero being, you, I could see it on your face. You, you didn't look happy when when. No, not happy at all. Um, yeah, so we yeah. need that. Look, we have to get that long extension. That has to be the fo- that has to be the focus of it because um, mm. because otherwise there's there's n- all all they have to do is not legislate for the European elections, and there's no chance of an extension mm. to the extension. And remember that yeah. an extension to an extension is possible, which I I didn't think it was. I just sort of I hadn't thought hard about it. I just sort of assumed there would only be there was only the possibility of one extension. But then people talk. People in Brussels started talking about you know three month rolling extensions and things like that. Um, but that was before the EP issue came out. Yeah, yeah, there was quite a lot of talk at one point in that, oh, I which that. I hadn't really thought about. And then mm. I talked to um, uh, who did I talk to? Maybe Fabian Zuleg or another mm. another really good expert on mm. uh, EU process. And they said, "Yeah, of course, it's possible. There's nothing, nothing forbidding it whatsoever." Um, 
So, uh, but yeah, I think I mean, didn't, I quite, didn't the withdrawal agreement doesn't the with, well, I suppose if the withdrawal agreement hasn't hmm. been agreed, then no, no, that's extensions to the withdrawal agreement. Oh, that's sorry, a different yeah, issue. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so I was quite surprised by that, but that effect that does effectively rule it out if the because all you have to do is not hold not hold EP elections and that's it. Yeah. Um, so, yep. Yeah. <laughs> well, marvelous. <laughs> well, now that we've thoroughly soured the mood. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Is it time for us to move on to the? So, 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 well, can we conclude on this? Because, yes. like I say, I haven't been watching it very closely today. Because um, I've been up to my elbows in effects pedals. Um, yeah. So, um, I mean, is it a good day today or a bad day? <sighs> um, we'll find out tomorrow, I guess. I think history, history, history will tell. I, I think. I think she's. I think she's done it again. I think she's done her usual. Um, I think she's done it again. I think she's exercised the the one talent that she has, which is to yeah. um, nullify the opposition in Parliament. She's. 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 I mean, really, if you if it, 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 on one level, it's incredibly impressive how a minority. Prime Minister of a minority government, which still can't get a deal through, but not that in civil war. Yeah, but she, in a way, that's not that's not it, is it? It's not no. it, it, the, it's it's the ha- fact that she can stay where she is, and yeah. still she's still on track to deliver this thing that she apparently seems to think is the most important thing that she yeah. could possibly do for her legacy, which is Brexit. She's still yeah, on track to do it, but despite being in a, in a, in a with a, with a parliament that is effectively a majority against it, and 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 in a party that is a minority, and a government that's a minority, and 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 with in, in, and in a case and, and in a state of civil war. Well, you know what, but you know what, <laughs> Labour, Labour has a real real opportunity here, having moved yeah. and having because the cost of moving is already being borne by the mayor eh? mm. of of. Uh, Basically, Caroline Flint being really annoyed, and some of a few, a few, a few others. She blocked me. She, I, she, um, that's no great loss there, Chris. But um, yeah, basically, what is like twenty-five Labour MPs and frontbenchers who, um, who, who are likely to to vote against that whenever it comes. But um, they have a real opportunity here if they work with uh, mm. remaining. To- remaining Tory rebels, the Tory rebels that haven't moved yet, they mm. work with the independent group, they work with Lib Dems and the SNP and, uh, and the Green. Uh, they really have an opportunity to be, he- to be heroes here, yeah. to be, to be saviours of stopping this short extension happening and making sure that it's a long extension. Uh, the question is whether they'll move through the gears quickly enough to do that, but I really, hope, I really, really hope they do. Apart from anything, because people have worked their absolute asses off and bang the head repeatedly off a brick wall to get this to happen. I mean, I know some of the people yeah. uh, who, <laughs> who have, um, and, um, yeah. And other people have, have, have lost, have lost their party over it as, as well yeah. and, and had to leave. So they really have an opportunity to be, to be big heroes here. And I really hope that this is, yeah. and I don't know. I saw the interviews with Emily Thornberry and they, they looked like they were up for something. Yeah. You yeah. know, it didn't look like they were going through motions. It looked no, like they were up to something. I agree. Because my, I mean, my first reaction, I have to say, is scepticism. Yeah. You know, because I have always said, yeah, they might move, but it'll be too late. Yeah. Um. 
for my first my first position is skepticism, but watching the Thornberry interviews, she looked like she was up for it. So. Yeah, no, that's right. She she I was quite she surprised, did. Yeah, yeah, and she's not she no, she's not Tom that. Watson. I mean, Tom love Tom Watson, but don't think he's got the year of Corbyn. No, but 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 you know she's. And she said she would vote. She said she'd she would vote, vote, she'd vote Remain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that was quite a big thing. That. I think so. So, yeah. you know, I, I'm. So we'll see what happens well, on Wednesday. Yeah. We're recording this on Tuesday night. We'll see what happens in the yeah. rest of this week. Basically. Christ, I know. Yeah. But, no, uh, on, the, on the whole, I think that um, uh, no, I didn't quite get the birthday present that I wanted. Um, oh. But but. Uh, <sighs> but I got all the other ones. I got my whiskey. And my mad Fritzy shirt. Fuck breakfast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> Look, um, oh. how do you want to do this? Should we do? Should we talk about Twexit, or should we talk? Should we do Lie of the Week quickly first, and then just sort of let people? Whichever you want, we can do Lie of the Week. Let's do our Lie of the Week, and then what we'll do is we will then roll into uh, a chat about um, your deci- your decision to suspend your Twitter account. Um, and then people can either keep listening or not. Uh, so let's talk about Lie of the Week. So this is Lie of the Week. Are you going to insert some music? I'll insert some music. I don't believe you. You're a liar. Okay, so this week's Liar of the Week is... Uh, the Liar of the Week is the BBC News. <laughs> <laughs> or, more specifically, it's the uh, person who um, writes the headlines for their website. Because oh, yeah. uh, their website ran a story saying, Putin spokesman Peskov's daughter working for EU. <laughs> It's a, a young, you. yeah. It's, it's you a late, infiltrated, right? Somebody called Elizaveta Peskova, who is the daughter of um, Dmitry Peskov, that pesky Peskov. Um, the, she's working for the EU, says 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 um, says the BBC. <gasps> Shock! It's, it's can't be the true. Daily Mail's not going to be, be true. That. Yeah, I, I'm astonished. Oh, hang on a minute. Wait. Oh, wait, she's interning for a French member of the European Parliament. Oh, well, that's not quite working for you. Which, which, which member of the French, which French member of the European Parliament? <laughs> Turns out it's a, uh, um, uh, is he from National? I don't know. Uh, he's, he's, he's a fellow who is part of the um, group that is led by a certain Nigel Farage. I don't know if you've ever heard of this guy, Nigel Farage, but um, Nigel Farage could not in, in any universe be described as working for the EU. <laughs> no. In fact, what the headline should have said is Russian spy, Farage's group employs Russian spy. Yeah, it's what, it's what the BBC <laughs> should have said. So, um, look, um, a lot of people came back and said, well, no, no, hang on, she, she's been paid by the EU. No, 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 look, there is a difference between civil servants who are working for the EU and political staff of yes, members yeah. of the European Parliament, right? So, yeah. imagine if she was in if she was in the if she was in the European Parliament Secretariat, she'd be being that paid would be by completely the, different. She'd be, she'd be working for the, the EU, EU. Yeah. but she's not. 
She's because working. They, because, the, because the institutions have no role in the recruitment. Right. It's done entirely exactly. by the groups and the MEPs right. themselves. So the, the, so, yeah. parliament, the parliament can check on how MEPs are spending the money that they are granted for employing researchers and assistants and so on, you know, like certain Steve Bullock, for example, you know. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. Um, and then you know where where they where they conclude that there has been uh, an abuse or a misuse of funds, they can claw them back, as they have done mm. with Nigel Farage and his, his group, group. Uh, uh, among others, and Daniel Hannan. But this this isn't a case of uh, Putin's spokesperson's daughter working for the EU. Okay, no. Um, the, 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 it would it would be as if the um, BBC had written a headline, um, Russian spy working for the UK, in the context of that story from a few years back, remember, where uh, a Lib Dem oh, member yeah, of Parliament yeah. had a Russian yeah. person working for him as a parliamentary researcher, who then, it turned out, may or may not have been, been affiliated been bit, with... Been a bit Kremlin-y. Russian security <laughs> services. Yeah. Well, there you go. So... That's my lie of the week. Um, there's been lots of other lies, but I just that came up today, so I thought I would do that one. Well, I think that's a good lie of the week, and yeah. not and not a solely Brexit related one. So that's good. No, but I mean it's a classic example of um, exactly, and, and it's a, it, it's the headline. The story itself is 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 a bit more um, objective, but the headline it's again a classic example of you know um, a, a, a BBC headline that that tells the wrong story. Yeah, absolutely about the EU. Yeah, very much so. Right. So, Steve, um, so as we were saying earlier, um, you've taken a quite, I would say, momentous decision given your enormous Twitter following and you've decided to pull pull back from Twitter and pull back from campaigning for Remain. Yeah, I mean... I don't know what I don't really know what it means, um, but I reached a point where I had nothing constructive. It seemed or felt I had nothing constructive and welcome to say. Um, I found that I was spending nearly fifty percent of my time basically <sighs> dealing with Remain issues rather than dealing with, rather than actually campaigning or giving any insight or uh or any you know or any of the things that might be useful um and yeah at a certain point i'd got very very irritated and very upset by several things by a lot of things actually and essentially i've felt like a outsider in my own movement and i still do so i'm going to take some time out of the movement and um not be part of the movement whatever that whatever that means whatever the movement is uh for a while and take stock and see if i think i can be useful in stopping brexit i'm not interested in a movement i'm interested in stopping brexit mm. and i think a lot of people a lot of high profile people are interested in on are interested in a movement and um yeah that's that's not what i'm doing it for i'm doing it to i'm doing it to try and save us from the shit of Brexit and the harm of Brexit. Um, but I think I've definitely felt over the last two to four weeks there's been a substantial change in 
in what the what the movement what the movement is really i mean i'm not putting this very well Uh, no i I think it's good that you i think what's really helpful what's really useful is for you just basically just stream of consciousness tell us how you feel and tell us what's going on the thing about the thing about the remain movement is the remain movement has had the moral high ground throughout this it's liberal it's open it's uh it's tolerant uh it's caring and it feels to me like it's becoming a nasty and illiberal and uncaring one that's focused either on people positioning for what happens after Brexit or focused on channeling anger. And the anger's understandable. I don't... I mean, Christ, I've been angry. We've all been angry. We all are angry. But uh, channeling it specifically at groups of people... Um, at leave voters and so on is just so counterproductive. So you're talking about you're talking unhelpful. about the, you're talking about the the Terry Christian thing, for example. Yeah, well, I mean, that was the, the Terry Christian thing wasn't the Terry Christian thing wasn't the thing that pushed me over the edge. Actually, the thing that pushed me over the edge was the New European printing an article by him mm. saying that uh, when when there are job losses, people who voted remain should people who voted leave should lose their jobs first. Whenever you come across something like this, simply replace voted remain with voted labour or are yeah. homosexual or yeah. are black or are women right. and see if yeah. that works. And, see, and if it still works, that's fine. Maybe, maybe it's something worth considering. Okay. Well, it doesn't fucking work, does it? This is discriminatory. Everybody, okay, you can have this thought. It's an ignoble thought, but it's an understandable thought. To go around actively promoting... Mm. discrimination based on your political views, this is fundamentally illiberal. Mm. This is Stasi-type stuff that's being proposed here. Yeah. Um, and I think that's absolutely disgusting. Yeah. And so what pushed me over the edge was the new European reprinting it, plus all the Remainers going, yeah, fuck them. Yeah, absolutely, they should. Well, go, hang, hang on, on okay, so now, okay, now's where I start to push back on you. So, okay, there's a couple of things that you've said that I want to push back on. Um, and it's, one, it's much more than that, by the way. This was just the story. No, no, no. And, and you, I mean, I'm yeah. going to ask you to sort of go into your your, your remaining sort of 15 edicts of edict of arms or whatever it was. Um, look, so, so two things that you said that, that I'm going to push back on. One is that you said all Remain has started to say. So you said all Remain. And then, and then the other thing that you said that I'm going to push back on, Steve, is um, so the other thing that you said that I'm going to push back on uh, is where you talked about the movement in the singular, right? So the reason I'm pushing back on it is mm. that... Um, so it is very easy, I think, on Twitter, in spe- specifically on Twitter, mm. to begin to see, you know, especially where you've got sort of hashtags like FBPE and stuff. You know, it's very easy to begin to see the entire mass of people who are anti-Brexit and pro-Remain as a kind of cohesive unit. But they're not. Yeah, yeah. They're, no, they're all, not, absolutely not. Yeah, we're all individuals, that. you know. And, um, absolutely. No, I totally right? take that point. So, so or wherever you've got um, highly emotive issues and, 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 and political issues, um, and you've got a, a collection of people who come from all sorts of different backgrounds. Now, we had this conversation, for example, on the podcast when I, I, I had a conversation with Tanya Bultman. And one thing, I, I have 
personally stayed quite back from all of this stuff, deliberately so, mm. um, and antisocially so. I mean, for example, there are lots of DM groups that um, kind of invite me in, and I, I mean, I, I, I stay back because I, I don't want to get pulled into. I don't just don't have the bandwidth for it. But I had a conversation, for example, with Tanya, Tanya Bultman, um, mm. regular co-host uh, and brain size of the planet. You know, yeah, quite. Yeah. Um, Very much so. Now, Tanya is somebody who is super focused on EU citizens' rights, and understandably so. And she's not the only one. There are a number of other people who are, um, and they generally collectively refer to themselves as the three million. All right. Mm. So they are very focused on what is a burning issue for them, which is their rights to continue to stay in the UK as equal part equal to UK citizens mm. in the future. Right, okay, <clears throat> and I totally, um, I am, I, I identify totally with that. Um, and I indeed see myself as one of them. Well, we talk about the five million now. Well, largely. yeah. Okay, but I'm, one, I'm specifically talking about million, the three million because yeah. this is this is what I'm saying is there are going to be splinterings and factions and so on. And and and, and what I, I get with not so much with Ty because we discussed it on the podcast, but with the, with some other people from the from from the three million is that they are like, listen, you know. I don't give a shit what, what, what you think about the UK constitution or about this or about that or about the other issue of Brexit. I just want you to focus on EU citizens' rights. Now, I'm not saying that EU citizens' rights aren't super important, aren't a massively high priority, but they're not the only priority for me, for, for me personally, yeah. you know, because I want to talk about other things, for example, the way in which our democracy is being, um, is, is being eroded or, or, or other things. You know. So it, the, what I'm trying to say here is that you know we are a, a, a diverse and disparate group of people no, who absolutely. come together. And we're, seeking, not a member, you know, we're not a membership organisation with rules. Right, and constitution. exactly. Yeah, yeah, and no, we don't I have leaders, and, and we've got this. to remember this. So no, no, where I, you've well, got well, a bunch of people who are articulate and, and passionate and activist, uh, and, and, and you know, it's important to remember that they're not the only ones. The problem is, though, is that. We are one side of a political fight here. And, okay, I find myself in a paradoxical, in a, in a, in a paradoxical situation. Is it a paradox? Not a paradox. It's a catch-22. Either you call this stuff out and you say, that's fucking disgraceful, um, that massively illiberal, discriminatory. Also, more importantly, actually... Well, not more importantly, uh, as importantly, it doesn't fucking work because it's just directing anger at a bit of society and it'll drive away neutrals, drive away people who didn't vote or are undecided and are, or are coming in our direction. And most of all, it'll make MPs not want to be associated with it if 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 there's lots of publicity that people are, that Remainers are saying these things and support for it. So yes, we're not, we're not, but in some ways we have to act like it and we're tarred with, and we get tarred with the same brush um, if we don't call it out. So you have to, you have to actively call it out. I mean, my, my biggest worry is sitting in front of Adam Bolden or someone like that and then reading out one of these tweets and saying, do you think that should happen? And me, of course, going, no, of course not. 
Absolutely not. So, well, you didn't call it out at the time. Why haven't you called it out oh, at the time? That's, but no, come, come on. on. But that, that's... No, come on. No, come on. Hang on. This is exactly, precisely what we do with MPs. Exactly. Yeah, we do but with that's MPs. what's and wrong with politics. Hang on, and, hang on. No, no. And it's exactly what we do with Leavers as well. We hold their feet to the fire and say, well, that's not what sure. you said. You didn't say that. Right? And what we're doing is we're completely giving away any, any, uh, any moral high ground here. And it's not just that. That was to throw the brutal camels back in the last... Mm. Two or four weeks, two to four weeks, I've seen open racism, uh, the mm-hmm. three million being accused of oversensitivity mm-hmm. for, bang- for banging on all the time about their rights. Mm-hmm. Um, I've, people vote ignoring the three million and not giving them a platform again. Yeah. I mean, remember, the best way to guarantee citizens' rights is to, is to remain, right? Mm-hmm. Um, that guarantees citizens' rights better than any uh, agreement, yep. agreement can. Um, so they've been they've been ignored. Um, I was called offensive for suggesting that the date of the march was wrong, which it is, which it yes. fucking obviously is. It clearly, yeah. I mean, we'll have to support it, and we'll have to go on it, and we should, and I encourage everybody I will, to do it for sure. I'm yeah, going yeah. with my kids, and I want everybody to go on it. But absolutely, but the date is, hell, is, is, the date's is wrong. And it, and if it was because they couldn't do it earlier, they should have just said it's because we couldn't do it earlier or because of policing or whatever, yeah, yeah. Uh, which they haven't. They've tried to justify why it would be then, which was wrong. Yeah. I've been told that I'm undermining Remain and stoking divisions by pointing out falsehoods from people. I mean, there are people still going around who are allegedly on our side and have huge followings. Um, I think the time is. I think the, the time is to be. It is time to be clear on this. You're talking about Jason Hunter. Yeah, yeah. So he's, st- he's still going around saying we're out of time for an extension. It's impossible to get an extension. Mm. So we have to revoke Article 50. Well, revoking Article 50 might be a great idea, but it's undermining a, a huge portion mm. of, the, of the Remain argument that we need an extension for, for, for a referendum uh, by doing that. And so he's convincing Remainers that, there's no, that, that, that we've lost yeah. on the referendum, that it's done, that there's no point. Um, and it's, it's absolutely false, as we've seen, because all anybody's talking about in fucking Brussels is what extension they're going to get. Yeah. So, so this is obviously yeah. Everybody's absolutely- talking about it, by the way. Let's just just to interrupt you, um, just again as a sort of fly on the wall um, straw poll. I mean, everybody today has been coming up to me saying, "Okay, so what this extension then? So Brexit's not going to happen on the 29th, So that's it then, isn't it? Yeah, everybody. And we've had yeah, yeah. And we've had a, and we've had a, a series of stuff from from it. I know that other uh, other people get things wrong. Everybody gets things wrong. But we've had a series of stuff. We've had stuff on the budget. We've had stuff on citizens' rights. I mean, he did a thread yeah. on citizens' rights, which Tanya Tanya, who's a bit of an expert on citizens' <laughs> rights, described as being completely false from start to finish and scaring people about things that weren't true. Yeah. Um, now, what do you do? Do you call it? Do you call it out? So I've been called divisive for calling it out. Oh, he's a Remainer. You shouldn't be down on yeah. a Remainer. No, I'd li- no. You've got to call out the falsehood. And when he then ignores it, you've got to hold his feet to the fire and say, yeah. "Look, why are you ignoring this? Take it down because people are believing things that are untrue." Which yeah. again undermines the case because yeah. then you get leavers, go- uh, Remainers, going out there and making the argument on the street stalls or, or in the pub or wherever. Making arguments that simply aren't true, and they'll be found, and they'll be found out yeah. for not being true. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, there's. Sorry, I'm, I'm not even halfway through my list here. <laughs> <laughs> um, you've had people constantly saying that people losing their jobs at Nissan and Honda deserve it um, because they voted because mm. they voted leave and they deserve to lose their lose their jobs. Now this. This is, the re- this is the region that I come from. You, we can't have it both ways. Either mm. people were conned mm-hmm. by con men, which they were, yeah. or they weren't. 
and they knew what, and they did know what they were voting for, and uh, and therefore that maybe there's a prima facie case that they voted for this to happen. But we know they didn't because they didn't believe that it would happen because they were con. That's the nature of a con. Yes. What you're doing here is you're you're victim blaming. You're saying, look, these people have been victims of a huge, well-coordinated, well-funded con by people who set out deli- very deliberately, rich, powerful, high-profile people set out very deliberately to con them and succeeded, and now we're going to blame the people that were conned. What's more, there's nothing to suggest that the majority of people at the Nissan factory actually voted fucking leave either. Um, and to these are people who are yes, going to have... Yes, I agree. Again, ex- ex- yeah. I mean, these are people who are not going to be able to pay their rent. These are people who... Yeah. Families are at risk, whose lives are at risk of breakdown. Yeah, well, it's exactly the kind of generalisation that we we attack leave for. Yeah. Exactly, yeah, exactly. Um, And again, it's the the reaction to it that I've been really, really appalled by. The same as, look, if someone wants to go around Twitter, uh, Twitter and Facebook, uh, saying things that are untrue, they can go around saying things that are untrue. but they they should expect to get pushback on it. And what you shouldn't yeah. expect is people say, oh, lay off him, lay off him. You get, okay, yeah. you get some things wrong. Well, if you get it wrong, fucking admit it and tell people you got it wrong so that people don't believe something that's untrue. Because that's exactly what we've called out leave for doing is making people believe things that are untrue. Um, the, I mean, we've had people on our side, uh, again, on our side, selling unicorns constantly. Uh, we've got this uh, lead, lead, not leave, Nonsense. Yeah. I mean, Remain which is, reform, leave not leave. Yeah, and then you have Gina Miller supporting Saatchi, spewing out bi- Germanophobic bile mm. here, um, and telling people that we can we can get a deal which have gone, which we, which we can't get. It's absolute absolute nonsense. Then, I mean, something that's concerned me massively over the last couple of the last week has been the reaction to uh, the Article Fifty challenge case, yeah. where you've had people who are involved in it, and I know some people involved in it, and they're, um, they're lovely people, and you've had them actively whipping up anger against the judges and against the government's QC, and people people making outlandish statements about how judges have been nobbled and that the judiciary isn't independent and they've yeah. got it in for us and all this. And yeah. this is, ex- again, exactly what Leave did. We're doing exactly what Leave did. Now, when yeah. people say, well, Leave did it and it worked, so why shouldn't we do it? Yeah. It fucking didn't work for Leave, did it? Yeah. Because look where we are. Where yeah. we are now is that the people who ran Leave are shitting themselves that Brexit isn't going to happen and desperately trying to get it over the line. Yeah. If it had worked, everybody would have coalesced be- behind the result of the referendum, and it and it and it hasn't. Yeah. Um. I mean, we've had lots of bullying. Um. Lots and lots of bullying. Uh, someone I know quite well uh, deleted their account the other day. Um, we've had mental health slurs. Uh, we've had people digging into people's pasts. We've had people posting screen sh- p- posting 10, 15 screenshots on their timeline saying, yeah. isn't this person mental? Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, and what this adds up to for me is at least the bit of it I'm seeing there is not a movement I want to be associated with, to be absolutely honest. I want to stop Brexit. I want to remain in the EU. Um However, really, I think a referendum is probably the best way to do it. But, um, yeah, yeah. I mean, so, so at this point, I mean, what do you do? You either ignore all of this and you're complicit, um, or, okay, you can say you're not getting involved, but 
I'm mm. al- I am already involved in you know I am already involved in these things. You can't you've got to start from where you are. Yeah. Or you spend half your time banging your head against a brick wall and being told that you're not a real Remainer by yeah. people, which I've been told. Um, yeah. Or you go, you know what? I'm not fucking doing this. I'll try and do. I'll try and contribute in another way. But I'm not. I don't. Mm. I don't want to be identified as part of this movement, and I don't want to identify myself as part of this movement. Okay. Sorry. All right. Okay. All right. <laughs> I'm going to come back at. Uh, uh, it's I'm looking my Twitter accounts down because when people hear this, it's going to be a fun no, 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 for it. no, no, no. Look, there, there is very little of what you've said that I can that I disagree with. Very little, very little indeed. I mean, I, and and anything I do disagree with, I've already mentioned. I mean, I think you're right, but you have fifty thousand followers. Plus, I don't know what the, what it is at the moment. It's it's a lot of people follow you on Twitter, and a lot of those people, the 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 the, the, num- the people that you interact with on Twitter, and that direct message you on Twitter, and that talk to you on Twitter, and that are the people that you're talking about on Twitter, that part of this so-called Remain movement, it's a tiny fraction of that. And the people you reach, yeah. the people you reach, are um, normal Joes who lurk and who don't get involved and who wouldn't necessarily see themselves as part of a particular movement. They're journalists, they're celebs, they're all sorts of people. And they're those people that are really irritating you and that you're quite rightly cross with and unhappy about. But there, but there are all those other people that follow you because what you've got is insight and passion and, 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 and all those other things that, well, I would, the reasons why you've got fifty thousand followers, you know. But I, w- but I would hope, actually, and this is what this is what made this is what I was talking about about not being in not being useful and calling this catch twenty two is that I would hope. I mean, incidentally, all of these things involve people who followed me or who I followed or both. As yeah, well, but that is still say. we're still talking about a tiny fraction of fifty thousand no, 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 people. No, 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 absolutely, I absolutely, and I absolutely take that point. Um. And but there were also lots of people very keen to pile on in in behind each of these points as yes. well in, defen- in defense sure. of them. Um, the if I if I do have any respect from people, hopefully it's because they know that I'm truthful. So <laughs> when things flash by <laughs> that are untruthful or bullshit, um. I mean, I think all of the. I think this whole thing is down to lies. I mean, I think this whole thing is down to dishonesty yeah. and lies. Yeah. And that the willingness to do that, the willing, as I said <coughs> loads of times, the willingness to look down the camera at the population and lie to them was the new thing about this. To repeatedly to do that in a repeated and widespread way was basically a sort of new thing in political campaigning, and that's and yeah. I think that's what did it. Now, if you, okay, I'm not saying I have to be the self-appointed fucking police. If I see something, it's Twitter. Twitter, you, in, you reply to things. Yes. Twitter, you interact with people. Well, you if, know I see something, if I see something that's bollocks, and we do it as well, we, we call out Remain Unicorns as well. Sure. And you should call out Remain Unicorns. And you should call out... Yeah. Uh, and you, and you but should you call can't out. if you're not there, can you? Yeah, but it's all I do. Not right. Okay, so look, there are, there are two... There are, there, okay, there are two angles here. One is... You and your own mental health and sense of um, yourself and and prioritising you as Steve Bullock, who is a human being with a life and who hasn't got time for this shit. 
And that bit of it, I'm totally on board with. I think well, you... That, well, that I would stay and just fucking ignore right. it. Yeah, but um, you know? no, but let me, you know, that I'm on board with. You, Steve Bullock, you know, you've only got so much time to give to all this nonsense and you give a lot and you're entitled to say, all right, I'm out, that's it. So on that, on that front, I totally respect uh, you and, and, and what you've done here. Yeah. The other bit of it is Steve Bullock, the guy with 50,000 followers who um, is um, a leading light of the Remain um, movement, if we can call it a movement, and who, um, you know, I've been getting messages from people and emails from people uh, saying, what's happened to Steve? We're, we're, I'm really we're concerned for him. We, we miss him. You know, he, he's so important to, to the movement and... Um, this is the, but this is the thing. If I have nothing, if I have nothing useful to say, but you, if all I have to, if all I have to say is, well, that's bollocks, Gina Miller, and that's that, a fucking mistake. People's vote, and that's fucking out, outrageous position to take. But that uh, is useful. Terry that, that is useful, Steve. And and the people who are coming back to you and saying you're being divisive and that's not useful, they're wrong because it is useful. No, but at a certain point, no, I'm not sure. At a certain point, I think they're right. At a certain point, you become one of these sort of my kind characters and all you're doing is is criticizing other remainers and there's no but you and, don't, and actually but that's not and actually, what you're doing and actually particularly with a big following there's no use to the that's not that's not fucking useful either is well, it so the approach i take so i don't have anything like the the same following as you but i mean the approach i take to it is as follows um i'll make a judgment call on each one and Often, you know, you, you mentioned Mike, for example, Mike Hind. Now, Mike Hind, um, I have a certain amount of respect for, and, and it's true that he's sort of gone off um, when it comes to certain issues. He's, sort of he's gone got, off a, van, he's got a, a van, vendetta against Romain. He, he, it's he, a full-blown <laughs> well, vendetta. But, you know, I, I just... And, and against individual mind. Remainers as well. Never mind. Let him, you know? And let all these other people no. do whatever the drama no. it is that they want to do. Let no. them do that. No, I won't. But, no, but, I won't. But pull no. out, you know, when it comes to stuff like, for example, the Jason Hunter disinformation, I mean, call it out. And if people tell you that you're being unhelpful and that you're being divisive... Ah, and, you know, and then it just... No, but then it ends... No, but then it ends... He's, you're right. He is no, not... But then it, no, Because no, but if, then you it ends leave, with, if you leave the field to him... That 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 is a bad thing. But that's it. It's catch twenty two because you end up with huge long threads of people fucking arguing with each other and calling each other cunts, um, <laughs> and and falling into uh, you know one camp, w- the three Steves camp or the Jason camp. Yeah, but it's or whatever. Awesome. I mean, that's just that's just stupid. That's just no, no, playground that, six no, no, stuff. That, I mean, just, no, no, you know? but, no, but that is divisive. It, we already have a mental toll taken on everybody. And having to deal with that as well and having to see that and getting sucked into that, which is easy to get, it's very, very easy to get sucked into. The same as when you see somebody you respect and like getting piled on, getting the shit kicked out of them for something they didn't, they didn't even say, you can't just go, oh, well, you know, bummer. No, you can't, but you know, what you, you can say, well, do. She didn't, come on, she didn't, come on, she didn't fucking say that. But what you and, can do, and there you and there you go, and then you get, and then and then you get all, of, then you get people like Mike Hines saying, "Oh, there's huge divisions in the room, and look, all the hashtag people are tearing themselves apart because some of them are racists, and and all this, you know, and you're like, fucking hell, like we're wasting our fucking time when I, we're meant to be trying to stop. Breakfast. Absolutely, which is why, for example, I just don't, I, I just don't, I don't even go there. But this, I, but this I don't catch twenty two. We're wasting our time going around calling out, calling out unicorns and calling out intrudes. But at the same time, you have to call out the unicorns or the intrudes. Yeah, but, but so you know, 
again, it's like it's look, look, okay, so so you're okay. Here's an analogy: you're you're um, a politically engaged British person. You look at the EU. You don't like what you see. Um, you might be right. You might be wrong. But whatever it is, you don't like what you see. So you decide that you're going to campaign for leaving the EU and you leave the EU and you're gone. And the EU's still there and it carries on doing whatever it does in the world and you have now left and you no yeah. longer have any kind of influence over it, right? That's what the Lexitors yeah, but, uh, want. That's what, yeah, but I thought, you know. yeah, but, yeah, but I thought, the, honestly, I thought the balance had tipped over into, the balance had tipped over into it being... And uh, actively unhelpful towards towards the uh, towards the objective, which is the fundamental thing for me, actually, um, and to do that truthfully, um, and yeah, I felt like the balance had tipped over. I was only going to get angrier. Um, I was being essentially <laughs> trolled by Terry Christian, um, and yeah, I was only going to get angrier about. It. I was going to get angry about the fact mm. that Alistair Campbell edits that paper, that printed it. And it's the organ, of, and it's the and the, and the new European is the organ of the movement. I mean, that's no, what it is. It's no, it's it not. Is. It no, is. it's not. No, it isn't. It isn't. It is. And I, well, I like as, the new no, European, but no, but no, 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 no it's but, not. No, sorry, it's seen, I don't, no, no, I can't accept it's that. Seen as that? No, no, it's seen as that. You're so, right. It's not. Fuck, so what? So don't, let, don't give because them because no, that because argument. The perce- no, because the perception, because the perception of this from other people. From MPs teetering on the edge, and from people in their constituencies teetering on the edge of supporting this, of, of supporting stopping this, um, which we know are numerous. We know that there are loads who want to stop it, but are but are but are held back from doing so for various reasons, and are constantly teetering on the bridge, brink. And when they see this, you've got to remember this is this is person this is personality as well. And we've talked about this. We've talked about how damaging it is Blair intervening, not just from what he says, but because for the people we're targeting, he's a busted flush. So um, the uh, so the personalities are important for this. How movements are perceived is important. Is important for this. Um, if uh, and ha- yeah, so whether or not the New European is the organ for the movement or not, it's perceived as being it. It's the ultra remake. You know, it's the yeah. But how does it help to cede the field to them? But I don't think I don't think shouting at them helps either. That's the point. It's but I'm not, you don't have so to it's shout. not helpful. It's a best. But, it's a best neutral. And Steve, you don't have to shout at them. Be, you just have to ignore them and be you. You, you know. Well, that's I mean, seed, you but just, that's, that's seeding the field and being seen to and be see, being seen to give you a tacit to tacitly so condone it. That's the bit I disagree with. I don't, I don't agree with that. I don't. I, I think I don't. it's perfectly possible to be a, a present to be present in the debate. And effectively saying, you know what, I'm a different voice, and I am me, and this no, is my voice. You, no, it's how you. It's how you see. It's. I agree that's possible. What I'm saying is, it's about. It's about the. It's about the how. How it collectively, and us individually, are seen, and if we're seen as ignoring these things, if we're seen as ignoring, chucking nonny you citizens under the bus, if we're seen as ignoring. But we're not kicking up. Ignore that. If we, if we, well, that's the point. All of these things you can't ignore. If we're seen as ignoring these things, it'll be used get They'll be used against us, you know. And at the end, at a certain point in this, we're we're actually reaching the point. We're potentially reaching the point where we have to run a camp. We have to have a campaign to win the people's vote, not just a campaign for it. And at that point, you know. I mean, you've been on the receiving end of our enemies, right? They will dig up every fucking tweet. Yeah. 
all of this to discredit the people but involved. Then just, just be nope. you. Just be authentic. You know, don't. I mean, the thing well, is, I was, you well, know, well, I, well, I was, well, absolutely, I was exactly. Being, but, by, but that's why we miss call, it by calling it out. But I think, I think we need that. And I think if you're, if you're basically saying, you know what, I'm out, I'm leaving it. No, I respect your decision, and I'm not telling you that you're wrong to have done that. But I'm just saying where I'm coming from, and where I'm coming from is, I. I'm just going to say what I think. And if, 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 if people try to drag me into some sort of argument over it, I don't care. I'm just going to say what I think. And you know what? I'm not going to let Alistair Campbell be the, I might agree with him on quite a lot of things actually. And I quite like the new European guys, but I'm not, yeah, I do you know, well, I'm not 100% with them and I'm not 100% with, you know, I mean, we were on Romaniacs the other week and I don't agree with everything that they say on Romaniacs. And even within the Romaniac cast, they don't all agree with each other on you things. Don't think and that's lying why... to, yeah, but you don't think they're lying to you or be, or, uh, or calling for discrimination against minorities? But if they did, so I'd say so. Yeah, absolutely. No, no, abs- no, no I'd absolutely. I'd say so, you know? It, well, it got, absolutely, but it got to the point where, to me, the cost-benefit analysis for the prospects of remaining, not... not for any other considerations, but for whether it was helping or hindering, the cost-benefit analysis tipped over mm. into hindering me. To mm. Be honest. Okay, and that's how Look, I feel. And um, I'm, I'm going to, ref- but I'm going to reflect on that, and I will restore yeah. my account at some point because um, mm. uh, I did it knowing that I could restore it because yeah. there is. Oh well, I mean, maybe there is. Maybe there's a a vault of 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 stuff that could be useful for people there, and it's better for it to be to be available well, or not. I think I think um, it would be a tragedy so re- if your tweets were your threads were watched. I restored at some point. The reason I took it down da- the yeah. reason I took it down completely was to get some dis- was to get some proper get some distance here as well. Um not just uh, yeah. not just lock the account and, and pretend to delete your apps, yeah. which is what you normally do on a Twitter holiday. Yeah. Yeah. Um as yeah. isn't a Twitter holiday. And I I'll re- and I'll reflect yeah. on that. And I, I I do really take your point there. I mean I do yeah. I do really take that point. Um I think you over I think you over Look, the impact, that, the negative impact that you can you can have negative a lot of negative impact in a very short period with not very many actions, and a pos- mm. having a positive impact is much harder, um, mm. and and more costly in terms of the amount of stuff you have to you have to do to get a to get a positive impact. It's drip 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 for positive, and it's bang. I can't believe you did that for mm. for negative. Sure, um, sure, yeah. and. I'm, yeah, and yeah, tweeting endlessly negative stuff um, brings everyone down. And yeah. Um, yeah, I think, as I said, I think it tipped over the cost benefit analysis into the cost. Yeah. Uh, not for me well, personally. You know, not for me personally. Fair enough. I mean, fair enough. And I think we have to respect that. But I, I, I'll, I, but I'll reflect. I will. Re- I mean, I'll reflect on yeah. it. And when when I think I can do something positive, I'll come and yeah. do something. I'll come and do something positive. Yeah. In the meantime, you know, but it's not like. It's not like stuff stuff from leave is not going to get called out if I'm not there, you know. Yeah. There's an army of brilliant no, but, people, you know. You can overestimate yeah. the you can overestimate the, what I mean is you can overestimate the positive impact you have very 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 easily. Um but you can underestimate the negative impact you have very easily as well. Yeah. But Steve Look, I'm telling you, as uh, as I, I think that you do have an uh, what you've done is is um, has helped us get to where we are, which is yeah, with with some hope left. And so I, I think it would be a shame if um, we lost your voice. Um, I mean, we haven't because we've got you on the podcast, but not everybody listens to the podcast. So 
Look, um, one thing I want to say is that um, I think that it is inevitable in um, a, a broad brush sort of yeah, movement yeah. such as ours that has been keeping it together for two or three years in a context of extreme attrition with, with huge stress and anxiety. Yeah. It is inevitable that these sort of things happen. People, you know, you're going to get the, the angry people, you're going to get the sad people, you're going to get... It is inevitable no, no, that this is going to happen. It's just inevitable. And I think and that, the, you know, the, just let And if you take any, any subsection of the, of, the, of the population, I, th- yeah. I think... Oh, well, not any. Most subsets of the population, you find the majority of people are nice and kind people and um, some are total assholes. And that's that's true of the, you know, the total population. So, no, no, I do do take that as well. What I think, though, is that, I mean, I thought, you know, I thought about doing 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 it instead, doing a thread on this, you know, and saying, look, this is I've got some severe misgivings here, guys. Yeah. But I, yeah, I just didn't think it would be useful. I thought it would just cause more controversy and and also look like it was all about me, which I don't think it is. And but I, w- I would say though that if if Remain can't convince me, it's in deep fucking trouble collectively. Um, because mm. I'm basically already convinced. So if the if it, if how it's going about it is putting me off the cause, then people who aren't committed to the cause are not going to be attracted by it, you know? So well, all I think, the, all I mean, the more, people, yeah. I would just ask that people, you know, reflect on how they act and think, is this helpful to, is this helpful to getting the outcome that I want or not? So all, all the more important that we talk about it, that, that voices are heard, and that I'm really glad that we got to talk about it now on this podcast i think we should put this out i think when you edit this you should be you should leave it all <laughs> and not be tempted to the, cut it i'll just remove the last half hour i think actually <laughs> i don't think you should i think you should keep it seriously um and i think it's been a very important and useful conversation that we've had and you're not going to get this on any of the other podcasts and we haven't had it on twitter so i think we need to keep it that's yeah. what i think yeah, sure. I do. I really do. I genuinely do. And we've given people plenty of warning that the last half hour of this podcast is going to be <laughs> this navel gazing stuff. So anybody left listening has no way else to want it to be, I don't want it to be about me going off in a fucking half. I want it. It's I want, not. You've, you've raised some very I want important people to issues. Reflect, reflect on, reflect on these things. And if you, yes. and also, if you're not, look, this is not the fucking, uh, <laughs> you know. This is not the Labour Party. There's not. We don't have. We don't have elected. We don't have elected leaders. The p- people who are in leadership positions have become in leadership positions, and throughout this, we've crowdsourced ideas and we've crowdsourced strategy and we've crowdsourced facts and we've crowdsourced uh, 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 fact checking and, and calling out the unicorns. You know, and. Right. Yes, we want unity. We don't want everyone going around calling each other cunts. At the same time, if if something's a bad idea, you should say that it's a bad idea. That you think it's a bad well, idea, and why? There you, know? you go. But but that's the beauty of it, isn't it? That's the beauty of it. It's the beauty of it is that we are this disparate, disorganised, random grassroots um, movement and, without yeah, organisation. And don't follow don't follow leaders. You know, if somebody's right. got a good but idea, is, so, so go, if, and, if, go, if and, you go accept, and implement that good idea. And if it's a, if the next idea is a bad one, don't. 
Yeah, so if you accept that that is a characteristic of, of what, what we are, then you have to accept that this sort of stuff is going to happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? So, you know, let's not beat ourselves up over it. Let's just sort of move on. But, I, I mean, mean I think, we I mean, don't I want mean, to turn into... Yeah, I mean, I, I know I'm in an unusual position as well in that, I'd, I mean, I'm lucky I've got, uh, uh, you know, when this is done, I've got a, a very big Twitter account for a very tiny recording studio. You know, I'm not, um, <laughs> and there's going to be people unfollowing at a rate of knots when they discover it's all photos of microphones after this. Um, but you know that I'm, you know, I'm, I'm not, um, I'm not going, I'm not, looking for, I'm not looking for a job doing things related to this in the future, and I'm not a politician who's having to uh, position, um, position m- myself for the future at all either. Sure. Um, well, I want to keep. I want to keep it going because I do want a great job out of this. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody well, listening? You know where well, to find me. You, you, why you can do commission? You can do commission podcasts. Why don't you do? Oh well, yeah, no, that'd but be really, great. why do you have different commissioners in each week and talk to them and interview them and stuff? That's exactly the kind of thing a commission should be doing for information. Uh, it's exactly yeah. Of course, you should pitch this. There's a whole other conversation to be had. Maybe yeah. not now. <laughs> no, you should definitely pitch this. It would be great. It'd be excellent. And you can you can buy all my podcasting equipment I bought. Well. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, I've stolen half of it. So I'll, 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 don't, I'll donate wait that. Me to give back to you. I'll donate that as seed funding for the project. So, <laughs> seed funding the European Commission. Come on, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> listen to yourself. Cool. Well, thanks. For that. Sorry, I got. I've probably got a bit held there, but obviously, this has been on my mind a lot. And no, I, I think that uh, was it's, really it's important. Upsetting. I think maybe, yeah, I, maybe as well. I mean, maybe I was a bit naive as well. You know, when you think about that, maybe I was a bit naive to think that this is a movement that had sort of specific abstract values beyond thinking that leaving the EU is a bad idea. You know, maybe, there are all sorts of reasons a, for thinking that. Of, but there's a bit of maybe there's a bit of projection that that's what you want that's what people like me want it to be rather than that's what it actually ever was you know and yeah but we are so the good maybe guys there's an incorrect expectation well yeah that's the maybe point. but so, we are the good guys well you don't like to think we're the baddies and when people are going around saying that cunt should lose his job you've got to think maybe we're the baddies you know <laughs> we're not the baddies we're not the bad guys we have some people who need to you know have a little bit of a think but we are not the bad guys <laughs> okay I'm, I'm, okay i'm guaranteeing it <laughs> well, good, well good i mean tell me if we tell me if that change <laughs> it won't change this is this is this is a culture war honestly it is it is a culture war and but it's about exa- more than that's just exactly, the but that's EU. exactly my point if you if you look at exactly all of these and the po- fact all that you're doing points, this the fact that we are even having this conversation, you know, do you think that they're having this conversation on the on the Leave podcasts? No, of course they're not. But that's because they're winning that culture war because Remainers are starting to do, adopt their methods and adopt their culture. I mean, just right. So we're not of, going to do that, and we're going to stay part. We're going to stay engaged, and we're not going to do that. I mean, the right? the, the, the bile at the bile at the appeal court over the Article Fifty challenge really has no. has, has gone into from very sensible, intelligent, smart people who I respect, has gone over the edge into, uh, yeah. into, into exactly how it was after the Miller judgment, right. you know? But and that's what happens. You just, want, you, just want to shake, you just want to shake people and say, come on, think yeah. about this. There's not one yeah. rule for our side and happens. one rule for the other, you know? That's what happens in, in these, in, in, when, when, when institutions start to fail and, and, and norms start to be... This is what happens, and that's exactly. why we need to sort but of stay here. But that's what we're fighting. We're fighting against those norms failing. 
That's yeah. exactly the point. And and doing that is encouraging them. Is encouraging that. It's encouraging us to go down that down that route. It'll be the civil right. service next. You know, once yeah. Remain starts attacking the civil service, you know. No, but yeah. You know, okay. Quick reminder: we're actually winning this. Mm. I actually genuinely believe that we are actually winning this. Well, also it's and the fact that we're winning she, this that makes it important because because we're about yes, but, we're and, and that's why we're going to keep doing it exactly. Yeah, so we're going to keep doing this. If she gets her Brexit over the line, it won't be because she's won or because they've won. It's it'll be because they've sort of cheated their way to it. You know, I mean, it, it, yeah. They're, yeah, they're, yeah, they're not yeah. winning. We are. Yeah. Right. <laughs> That's what you. That's what you tell kids who who come last in races, isn't it? <laughs> or who stand It's like the uh, standing in cow patch is lucky. That's what you tell the kid who's got a foot covered in poo. That's what they told me anyway. You won. <laughs> yeah. Well done, Steve. Oh, <laughs> right. The lucky on cow that note. Pat. Yeah. On that note, we should finish. So. Um, Steve, look, that was a. Re- I think that that was one of our most interesting discussions. Actually, I think that we might lose a few listeners um, yes. over the course of the podcast, but the ones that are left with us will have found that I think quite an interesting discussion. Or will be outraged, even if it's following just the two us of us. Speak. <laughs> well, that's like, like I said, yeah, it's sort of. <laughs> that's- that's the, this is the okay. real reason I, I came off Twitter was so that I didn't lose follow, so that people couldn't unfollow me when they heard this podcast. <laughs> anyway, yeah, no. Well, thank, if right. you're still here, if you're still here after all this time, thank you very much for listening to all of it. And what are all those poor new listeners from? from uh, yeah, all those new poor new Romaniac subscribers are like, oh my god, god, we didn't. This find isn't like this, Dorian Linsky. No. Yeah. Oh, he's very good, isn't he? <laughs> oh, we could do a whole podcast on how good Dorian is, actually. Yeah. Okay, right. All right, Steve. Okay. <laughs> so uh, thanks for listening, everybody. And uh, we'll be back, uh, I would imagine, next... Well, we will be back. Haven't we got a guest next week? Griffin? We've got Jim week? Cornelius next week talking about tariffs <sighs> and not so talking about internal... To... Yes. No, I'm so looking forward to talking to Jim. I think he's wonderful. I'm really, really yeah. looking forward to that. Brilliant. Long overdue, actually. Yeah. Absolutely. So that'll be great. And we have only great. the best trade experts on so yeah yeah we do we have them all we've we do. we've had them all so far almost and hottest in the case of dimitri <laughs> and whatest hottest hottest dimitri yeah, he's hot yeah. he oh, is yeah, hot very much so yeah yeah, yeah. anyway on that note <laughs> good night everyone <laughs> good night good night steve all right, all right.